Hey there, and welcome to What The F Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Morgan, and today is episode number 71. Now, I'm so excited to be back. I had a three-week break leading up to this episode where I've been working on the show for the year and the new direction of things, and I'm so excited to be diving back into everything and getting everything back in flow and going. Now, before I start today's episode, I want to share with you a few changes that are going to be happening now with the show. For the first time ever, you guys, I have the show mapped out for the next six months, which means between now and February through the end of July, like every single episode is slated for. And I am so proud of myself because everything is very intentional um, and planned out to really help you along your entrepreneurial journey, your self-development journey. And I feel like each month really builds upon the previous month. And I really like that because it's a really beautiful progression to just help support you along your journey. Now with that, every month that um, going forward, there's going to be a theme to each month. So the reason I'm doing this is because it will allow me to dive deeper into a topic in a few episodes rather than just one episode and kind of have different takes and angles on the same topic, if that makes sense. So for example, for the month month of February, our theme is self-worth. And I almost said self-love, it is self-worth. And this is a really great topic to talk about. And it just cannot be done justice in one episode. So we have several episodes for the month of February, where we're going to dive into self-worth. I think it's such a fun topic to talk about in February with it being Valentine's in February and just a month of love. And I just think it really flows nicely, nicely with that. Um, Going forward, I'll give you a sneak peek. In March, um, the theme is taking action, how we can actually take action on our dreams, um, on our self-development and all the things. So it's going to be really fun. It's not just like one episode, part one, part two, part three, part four. It's going to be different episodes still within the month, just around that theme. So I hope that makes sense. And I'm really excited. So as I said, for this month of February, the theme is self-worth. And it was really interesting because I pulled you guys on Instagram for the podcast at what the F podcast, if you want to follow us on Instagram. And I got an overwhelming response of um, people not feeling worthy enough or not good enough or not enough something, right? And it kind of bummed me out a little bit that so many people struggle with it. But at the same time, I get it because I've struggled with it and I've struggled with it recently as I've made a career change. It really does a number on you emotionally. Um, And we really, it's so important that we are grounded and know our worth and today, that's what we're going to be talking about. The The title of this episode is, Am I Enough? How to Feel Worthy of Good Things. And, you know, it's sometimes it's like we don't feel good enough. And then other times we get good things and we're like, wait, I'm not, I'm not good enough to have these good things that are happening to me. So there's like kind of two sides to it. And we're going to talk about all of it today. And I kind of think about, I don't know if you guys have ever felt like this, but I know I've felt like it many times as an adult where 
you know, I'm like 31 years old now. And sometimes I just feel like I'm a kid who's playing house, right? But really, I'm playing the game of life. And you kind of just feel like someone's going to look at you at one point and point a finger and be like, I caught you, you're just pretending or like, who do you think you are to do this? Right? Like, can you relate to that feeling of like, is someone going to figure me out that I don't really know what the F I'm doing? perfect little plug there, right? <laughs> but seriously, though, like that is the story of my life is like, what the F am I doing? And is someone ever going to like point at me and realize I'm figuring it out as I go? I'm faking it till I make it. And I think so many of us can relate to this feeling. Um, maybe you have a job that you don't feel good enough for, or maybe you don't feel worthy of a romantic relationship that you long for. But whatever your story may be, just know this right off the bat. You are enough. You are worthy. You're worthy of all the good things. And today we're going to talk about that. And if you've ever struggled with not feeling good enough or not feeling worthy enough of something, then I hope that today's episode will help you because this really has been something, like I said, that I've really have been going through as I've closed my fashion label and been making a career transition more into focusing on the podcast full time and doing interior design, which is a different... um passion of mine and just a new career path for me. And I've had these questions of like, oh my gosh, who am I to at 31 want to become an interior designer? Or who am I to think I'm an influencer, right? And the truth is, is like, I'm good enough to do it. You're good enough to do it. We're good enough to do whatever it is, whatever the dream is. So we're going to dive into that. I I self-reflected on the steps that have helped me as I've made this transition to really connecting with my worthiness, with really knowing my worthiness and knowing I'm good enough. And I'm going to share those five steps with you in hopes that they'll help you to to know that you're more than good enough and you're worthy of it and you should celebrate all the good things that come to you. So let's dive into the show. I'm so excited to be back. You guys, things are going to be rocking and rolling. I've never been more prepared for this podcast ever. And I cannot wait to see where it takes us together as we learn and grow. And I know that this is my show and I host it, but you guys, I feel right there with you. I am a success story in the making right alongside of you. And even though I'm the one talking here, I feel like I learned so much from you guys. I love connecting with you. So let me just quickly say thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Now let's go freaking own our greatness and know that we're good enough and connect with our worthiness. Let's go into today's show. You're listening to What The F Podcast, where we believe in showing up for yourself and your dreams, even if you don't know what the F you're doing yet. Fake it till you make it is our style. Fashion designer and entrepreneur Taylor Morgan knows what it feels like to say, screw it, I'm doing this, despite the odds, which is exactly what she said when she started her fashion-forward activewear company, Cove, and this podcast. The truth is, we're all just figuring it out as we go, and that's absolutely fine. The important thing is showing up for yourself. Here, you'll get the pep talk you need to keep going. Learn how to truly believe in yourself and be inspired by other entrepreneurs and their amazing stories. If you're ready to stop wishing and start doing, this is your show. Consider your host, Taylor, your new BFF and your biggest fan. Now, here's your host, fashion designer, fresh flower addict, and dog lover, Taylor Morgan. 
Hey, I have to let you know that I've created a priming worksheet for you. If you listen to my show regularly, you know that I love and believe in the power of priming your mind every morning for success. Now, if you've heard me talk about priming and you want to try it, but you just don't know where to start, then this morning priming worksheet is for you. It's called eight to great. Now it's called that because there's eight simple prompts to start your day off right and make it a great day every day. It's so easy. It can take you 10 minutes or less and it will just make you feel well, great. So get started with it today. I'm going to link to it in the show notes on taylormorgan.us. If you click on the podcast tab and go to today's episode number 71, there will be a link there to eight to great that you can click on and download your free priming worksheet to get started with priming today. This worksheet completely takes the guesswork out of priming for you and gets you started on it and you will feel great every day you do it. That I can promise you. This really is the morning routine that you've been looking for. This is your time to set your intentions, envision your goals, and start manifesting them. Priming has changed my life, and I can't wait to see how it changes yours for the better. Get started today with 8 to Great. Again, go to taylormorgan.us, go into the podcast tab, and click on today's episode number 71. There will be links there in the show notes for you to download it. It's super simple. I hope you love it, and I hope that this serves you on your priming journey and manifesting all your greatest desires into your reality. Okay, really quick, before I dive into today's episode, if you have not done so and have a quick minute, can you pause right here and go into iTunes and leave a review for this show? It would mean the world to me. Your reviews help the show get seen by more people and ultimately help more people know that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that is the mission of What The F Podcast is to help people believe in themselves even when they feel like they don't know what the F they're doing. So if you have a quick minute, pause right here, go into your iTunes app and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And also be sure to say hi to me on Instagram, either at Taylor Morgan Design on my personal or at What The F Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. So as I was talking about in the intro to the show, I can totally relate to those feelings of, am I good enough to do this job? Or am I worthy of these great things that are happening in my life? And I think more often than not, these irrational fears that we carry, and let me just point that out. I said they are irrational fears, okay? They're not true, but we carry these fears, these stories with us, and I think that they can stem from our childhood or a belief we picked up from society or maybe both. And I was thinking about an example of this um, that I could share with you guys from my own life, and I know for me... I, for a long time, I don't anymore, but I carried this story that I wouldn't be good enough to be a fashion designer if I didn't have my bachelor's degree. And for those of you who don't know, I um, am a fashion designer. I went to school for fashion design. I went to, to college for it. And fashion design is a different degree. It's more creative, obviously, than like a traditional academic university. And so anyways, I say all that to say that I was carrying this belief system that society had taught me that you have to graduate college with a bachelor's, at least, if not a master's, and you have to get the good, safe job that has a steady paycheck in the 401k, 
And this is what, um, you know, society has taught for a long time and still does teach that to some extent. I do think that narrative is changing. That's a whole nother topic um, just with technology and online learning and stuff. However, this is what I grew up with. This was the belief system that, you know, I had to fit into this mold. And it really was hard as a creative, especially where, you know, my industry didn't necessarily need that degree, like maybe a doctor needs or a lawyer needs, right? Like it's creative, it's different. And um, you do learn so much on the job, like with any job you do, but especially, you know, as a designer, I think just being there and being hands on, that's like the best way to learn. And so I say all this to say that I was carrying this story that if I didn't get my bachelor's, I wouldn't be good enough to be a fashion designer. Like I had to prove myself to family and friends and just people that I I had this degree that like made that that said I was good enough, right? Like I was leaning on this degree, giving me this worth, right? And long story short, I actually went to college for four years, like, you know, the traditional time people do. Um, but it wasn't as straight four years. It got broken up a little bit with just some things that were going on in my life. And but in total, I did go to college for four years. And because I kind of had a break, a little break in between, I had like kind of two years and then a break. And then I did the other two years. Um, I had a lot of credits that didn't transfer from my first fashion design college to my second one where I graduated from. And so I just was like, kind of done after those four years. And at that point, I could get my associates from my second college, which was the Fashion Institute of Technology. And I was just like, you know, I can stay here for another two years, which would bring my total years in college to six years. Um, And I would just keep doing projects in fashion design school. It's obviously different than traditional school. And you make a lot of gowns and suits and all these things. And it just, but it's very project based. And I learned a lot and stuff. I felt like after four years between the two colleges, I was like, I know enough, like I can do this. Like I felt that in my bones. And, but I was struggling with this story of like, I won't be good enough if I don't have this bachelor's. Like I really, really struggled with it. And it was something I went back and forth on for probably at least six months. I mean, who knows? It could have even been longer that I was contemplating whether to just cut it at the associates and graduate with that or to go for my bachelor's. And I put myself through college financially. And I just was like, why am I going to go into more debt to just waste two years of my life doing projects that aren't teaching me and school is great. And trust me, I went to FIT is one of the best fashion schools in the world, like literally in the world. And even there being the great school that it is, you still just don't learn all the things you really need to learn that you'll actually use on the job, right? And like, so for example, in in fashion school, you'd learn a lot of draping and a lot of pattern making. Um, But for me as a designer, like I wasn't going to be draping. I wasn't going to necessarily be doing pattern making, although that knowledge certainly helped me in my job. We just spent too much time on the things we didn't actually do. Like I should have spent way more time learning Illustrator to draw tech packs than I did in college. And that I really had to learn on the job. Um, So that's just a tiny example. I'm kind of rambling. But the point is, is I had this belief, this feeling of like, well, if I don't have this thing from society that society tells me makes me good enough, then I'm not good enough, right? And I really had to, to struggle with that back and forth. Long story short, 
like I said, I ended up just doing my associates and I felt like I knew enough. I felt confident enough. And I'm so glad that I trusted my gut and went with it because not only did it not matter, nobody cared or even asked me, you know, do you have an associates or bachelors? They just trusted my knowledge from the schools I had gone to. But not only that, I got my dream job at a big company. I worked as a menswear designer for Tommy Hilfiger right when I graduated, like immediately. And I could have missed out on that opportunity had I stayed in school just to like, you know, appease what society tells me. Is appease the right word? Oh my gosh, you guys, I don't even know. I just didn't want to please. How about that? (laughs) Society, right? Or just give in to the things that it, it tells me I had to do. So this is an example, right, of not necessarily feeling good enough. But then once I got the job, there was a whole nother like thing of emotions, right? Of like, okay, I'm here. Did I trick them into giving it to me? Because I only have an associates and all these other people have years of experience and, and they have all these degrees, this, that, and the other, right? Like there's so many stories that we can constantly tell ourselves. We can constantly, you know, be our own worst enemy and talk ourselves out of the good things that are happening, happening for us. But we have to embrace that we are good enough and we are worthy. And always remember, especially when it comes to a job, as a side note, everyone had to start somewhere and we are kind of figuring it out as we go. And I think sometimes we think everyone knows everything perfectly, but really like we're all figuring out as we go and just know that because I think it helps you ease up on your own self um, when you just realize we're all human and we're all figuring it out. So that's just a little side note. Um, but how how do we learn to embrace our worthiness? That's the real question here. How do we learn to feel enough in life? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, before I dive into it, because I really did think out like step by step, the five things I've done to feel more worthy, to, to feel good enough for things in my life, whether that's personal things or career. Um, before I dive into all that, I want to share this quote that I actually heard today when I was listening to an interview, uh, with Marie Forleo and she shared this amazing quote and it says, you wouldn't have the dream in your heart if you didn't have what it takes to make it happen. Now think about that for a second. I'll read it again. She says, you wouldn't have the dream in your heart if you didn't have what it takes to make it happen. How reassuring is that? You have your dreams for a reason and they burn in your heart because your soul already knows you're capable and more than enough. We just have to get our minds there. That's the trick. But you wouldn't have the dream, like Marie says, if you weren't capable. So find comfort in that. Be reassured that you are good enough. You're worthy enough of all these good things. So let's dive in now to the five steps to feel good enough and to know your worth. So number one, release your stories. Release the limiting beliefs that are causing you fear. So for example, what I was just talking about, the story that I had to get my bachelor's to be good enough to be a fashion designer. I had to release that story and it was hard because so many people support that story. And I'm not saying that they're wrong, but it doesn't apply to everyone. Do you get what I'm saying? So I really had to work on that. I had to release and say, okay, well, that story doesn't serve me and my life and what I'm doing. It might work for someone else, but this is not a one size fits all. And that's what you have to 
to ask yourself when you when you're evaluating the stories that play on repeat in your head, I want you to say, does this story, is this a one size fits all story? Or is it maybe different for me? And probably more often than not, it it doesn't fit everybody, right? Because there really isn't a one size fits all when it comes to life and it comes to success. Everyone's on their own unique journey. So it's really important to question the stories you're telling yourself here. So what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, what stories am I telling myself that are causing me to not feel good enough or worthy of good things? What stories am I telling myself that are causing me to not feel good enough or worthy of good things? Like write them down on paper and debunk them. Ask yourself, are these even true? They probably aren't. And then what I want you to do is replace them with a new empowering story that serves you. So for me, with my example here with the whole bachelor's thing and debating whether or not to get it, I could write down the the limiting belief, which was, I have to have a bachelor's to be a fashion designer. And then I could easily replace that with like so many like actual proof, right? Like there's so many fashion designers who are famous and crazy successful who not only don't have a bachelor's, don't even have an associate. So clearly that story is not true. Like I don't need a bachelor's to be a fashion designer. There's people who've never stepped foot in a fashion college and are incredible fashion designers and business owners. Like clearly that's not true. And also like not one size fits all, like I said earlier. So I could replace that with this story of, I feel confident enough in my skills and ability to be a fashion designer, or I know I'm talented enough to be a fashion designer, like whatever it is. I'm just giving examples off the top of my head. These are not thought out, but um, I really want you to write down, write down what those stories are, question them, recognize them as limiting beliefs and release them and then rewrite a story that empowers you and serves you for what you do want to do. So again, number one, release your stories, release the limiting beliefs that are causing you fear. So step number two to feel good enough and know that you are worthy is to stop judging yourself and others. Your life and journey doesn't have to look like everyone else's like I just mentioned. Now, this I think is really interesting. I heard this the other day. I cannot remember where I heard it from. Otherwise, I would tell you, but I'm going to share it here with you. But I was reading this somewhere that we compare ourselves to others because we're trying to figure out our own worth. Like, can we take a moment of silence for that? Because it stopped me dead in my track in my tracks when I read that. We compare ourselves to others because we're trying to figure out our own worth. Like that is powerful. And we need to stop that immediately because you're worthy as you are. Someone else's, someone else's success, cannot talk, someone else's success doesn't take from you. And you need to remember that. Like we are worthy for just being us. I'm worthy for just being Taylor. You're worthy for just being you. My success or your success doesn't take from each other. So don't play the comparison game because you don't need to. That's not where your worth lies. Your worth is not in someone else. It's only in you and you are more than enough. And there is more than enough to go around. Even if you're in the same industry as someone and they're like kicking it, kicking it. <laughs> I was going to say kicking, you know, ASS, but I cannot curse on the podcast because I don't want to get flagged. <laughs> but even if they're kicking butt, I'll say that 
it doesn't matter. It's great. In fact, you should embrace that because you're you're looking at them and you're seeing what's possible. And if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. There's more than enough to go around. So we need to be cheering each other on because we're all on our own journey, like I said. And you succeeding doesn't stop someone else from succeeding. It's all good. It's all good. And your worth is only in you and not in somebody else. And also with this, I want you to give yourself grace and be kind to yourself. I know that we are the hardest critics on ourselves. I know we judge ourselves more than we even judge other people. And we need to be our friend. We really do. And I've learned this as I've had to close my fashion label and I'm making a career transition into doing my podcast full time into becoming an interior designer. I've had to stop judging myself for my fashion label not working. And I have judged myself so hard, you guys. Like it's not, it has not been easy, like at all. And this is something I've been going through for like six or seven months now, probably seven months now. And I'm just now starting to talk about it because I couldn't, I couldn't talk about it for a really long time, which is why you're just now hearing about it. But um, I judged myself. I judged myself for not making it work, for um, just not knowing how to get it off the ground fully. And I had to release it and I had to remind myself I did the best I could do. I did the best I knew how. And now I know better. And that makes me feel so much better because now when I go into any new venture in my life, I can say I know better now than I knew then. And I'm at a better, more evolved starting point than I was then. And so just remember that there's no such thing as failing. There really isn't. And in fact, I'm pulling up my phone right now because again, Marie Forleo um, said this amazing quote today when I was listening to her being interviewed on this podcast and trying to pull it up really quick to see if I can find it. Oh, here it is. Um, This is so good. She says, I win or I learn, but I never lose. I win or I learn, but I never lose. And that makes me feel so good because I struggled with judging myself as a failure for not making my fashion label work. And there's no such thing because like Marie says here, we either win or we learn, but we never lose. And I, I learned, I learned so much from my experience in trying to build that fashion label but I didn't lose because I came out of it with so much more experience and so much more knowledge. And even though it didn't turn out to be what I thought it would, that doesn't take away all the lessons and it doesn't take away like the self-development and it doesn't like this podcast, you wouldn't even be listening to if I hadn't started that fashion label. And so, so much good came from it. So I say all that to say that we can't be so hard on ourselves when things don't work out a certain way that we hope that they will or think that they will. And along with that, don't forget, don't judge others. Because when we judge other people, we're really blocking ourselves from joy, from abundance, because it goes against our very nature. And in fact, I'm going to have a whole episode about that, about gossip and judging, because it's so toxic. So look for that later this month. But um, anyways, just love, love yourself, love people. Do you remember when you started your small business? 
It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash what the F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. Again, go to freshbooks.com slash what the F that's W H A T T H E E F F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. If you have a business or you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats and some of those hats are totally great but some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and simple management tools all in one place. And running your payroll with Gusto takes only 11 minutes on average. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work, but Gusto is. So let them wear one of your many hats. You have better things to do. Gusto is offering you, my listener, three months free when you run your first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash what the F. That's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash what the F, W-H-A-T-T-H-E-E-F-F and get your trial for three months free. Which leads me to step number three, love yourself. If you don't love yourself, then how can others? You set the tone for how people will treat you by loving yourself first. I want you to be loving and give genuine compliments freely to yourself, to other people, and make sure they're genuine. Like I always look when I'm like at the grocery store checking out if there's something I can compliment the cashier on, or I see someone in a coffee shop or just out and about, you know, on the street or something. Like if you see something you like in a person, like genuinely give them a compliment. Like you will be amazed at how much people need that. And it really does make your day. Be kind, be kind to yourself and buy yourself flowers to celebrate you for just being you. I was talking with a listener today in DMs and um, she made this huge accomplishment. She got this great promotion at work and she was saying she's having a hard time embracing it because she feels like she's bragging if she does or that people will, you know, judge her for, you know, being successful or something. And first of all, if you're worried about your friends judging you for being successful, probably you need to reevaluate the friends, right? Do not worry about that. If people are going to judge you for being successful, then you don't want those kind of people in your life anyway. So who cares? Embrace it. Celebrate. If they aren't for you, they're not for you. They'll leave. Um, But 
I told her, I said, go buy yourself some flowers today. I want you to embrace celebrating that you had this huge promotion and that you deserve this. And I think whether or not you have a promotion, you should be doing this. We should be buying ourselves flowers. We don't need someone else to do that. We need to have a relationship with ourselves. We need to love ourselves. And this really kind of is the root of the problem, right? Like when we're saying I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough, it's because we don't love ourselves enough. We don't know our worth. And this is probably the one of the most important steps along with like the judging of ourselves is really loving ourselves as cheesy as that might sound like we have to, we have to love ourselves. And I know, you know, especially for me in my childhood with not having certain people be there in my life who were supposed to be there for me as a child, like I, it took a big hit on my self-worth and I've had to do a lot of therapy and work around that to say like, I am worthy of love and I am deserving of good things, you know, cause that not having someone important there in my life as a kid that, that really did a number on me, but it doesn't matter what that person did or didn't do because I don't need them to feel worthy. I am worthy and I can choose that. And that all goes back to having that relationship with myself and ourselves. Like we need to do that and we need to, to just know our worth. So again, step three, love yourself. And who doesn't love flowers? You guys, I always have fresh flowers around my house. Like it's basically a mini floral shop in in my house. (laughs) Okay. Moving on to step number four for how to feel good enough and know your worth. We don't operate for approval. We operate from approval. We are already worthy. I'm going to say this one again because it's so good. We don't operate for approval. We operate from approval. We are already worthy. Worthy. Now, we live in a society that really does teach us accomplishments equal praise and love. Think about that accomplishments equal praise and love. And it's hard. It's a hard one to overcome, right? Um, You know, I always think of like a pro athlete for an example, like here they are playing their sport, whatever the sport is, running around with the ball doing their thing. And people just praise them and love on them so hard for being talented at doing something or like a singer, like people clap for them when they perform for doing something for them. Like that's when they're given that praise. And what that does to a person mentally is it tells them like, when I do something, then I'm good enough. But it's, it's telling us we have to earn people's, like we have to do something to do something to earn people's love and praise. And the truth is, is that we don't. And I've really had to unlearn this because I grew up dancing. Um, but, you know, some people say it's a sport. Some people say it's not. That's not the point. But I grew up performing, right? And you're praised. You're praised when you do well. And you also have the extreme opposite. When you don't do well, it, it can be rough <laughs> depending on who your coach or teacher is, right? And you dancers out there know what I'm talking about. But um what that teaches us is that we have to earn love and praise. And so we really have to be careful with this one. And we have to really like kind of unlearn some things and just know that we are worthy for just being us. And this is one I've been working on the past year 
And it's been really hard because I think that story, I have ingrained it in myself. I'm not even saying people push it on me. This is just something I told myself. It's like, I must do to be something or to be someone, right? Like I had to earn my worth and it's just not true. Our worth is us. Like we are already worthy. And in fact, I um, was watching or not watching, reading Sarah Blakely. She's the owner of Spanx. If you're not familiar, you should follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is one of my favorites. And she posted this post, I think it was today. Um, and it said, she said something like, you're one in 7.8 billion people. Like you are one person out of 7.8 billion people. Like that is extremely rare. Like, do you know how special you are? That is your worth. Like you are irreplaceable and priceless. I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but like, this is actual facts here. Okay. I'm not like trying to pump you up. Like these are facts. One in 7.8 billion You're literally one of a kind. If that doesn't make you feel worthy or special, like I don't know what else will, but please like, please just know you do not have to do anything to get love and praise. You are a human being, not a human doing, right? And so just sit with that. It's really important because, you know, like I, I go back to the pro athlete example here, I when that job goes away, it can do a real number on you mentally because now what gave you your worth is gone. Not all athletes feel this way, but I've seen it. I've known a lot of athletes and it's really scary. And I even went through it when I was closing my fashion label. Like I didn't even realize how much of my worth was wrapped up in it until it was gone. And then I was like, well, if I don't have that, then who am I? Especially because I don't have that because it failed. Now, who am I? And who am I to have a podcast to teach people to keep showing up for their dreams, even when they don't know what the F they're doing? And clearly, I didn't know what the F I was doing and that failed. Who am I? Where's my worth? Like You guys, it was dark. Like I went through some dark times, but I am happy to report I am out on the other side. And not to say I don't have my days where I struggle, But like, I have learned to know my worth is just me. And that's enough. Like, someone loved me enough to give me a heart that beats without me thinking about it and to breathe without thinking about it. Like, clearly, that is love and there's worth in that. So just know that. I know I'm like harping on this, but like, it's really, really important. So again, I'm going to repeat this, the step number four, we don't operate for approval we operate from approval. We are already worthy. And last but not least is step number five. I love this one. Focus on feeling good. Who doesn't love to feel good? I mean, seriously. Now, this is such a good one. And it's a really important step here. Probably one of the most important steps. So when we stop focusing on what we don't have, and we start focusing on what's thriving, everything changes. And in fact, if you, I just want to like put this as a side note, if you haven't yet download my eight to great priming worksheet that um, is like for a morning routine. And the very first prompt in it is to list three things that are working for you in your life. And it's like my favorite way to start my morning off because 
like old me would wake up and try to reconnect with like what my current problems were or current annoyances in my life were. But now with the eight to great worksheet, I'm like, okay, no, what are three things that are working for me in my life right now? And it just flips the script and helps you start to focus on feeling good. So when we do that, everything changes. When we feel good, what we're doing is we're sending a message to the universe that I'm feeling good and I'm worthy of good. And more good comes because just law of attraction. Now, I learned um, a practice called Think It to Feel It. And this is a method from Gabby Bernstein. And I want to share it with you now. Um, So this is like an actionable thing that you can do um, to start feeling good. So again, this is called Think It to Feel It. And this is from Gabby Bernstein. So what you do is you pick an area in your life where you don't feel like good things can come to you easily. So think of what that is. Now, maybe that is that you're trying really hard to get pregnant, or maybe you're working hard and trying to make more money, but money isn't flowing. So just think of an area again, where you don't feel like good things can come to you easily. Now, next, think about a time when maybe this was in flow for you, or if you don't have a time in your life that it was in flow for you, then maybe you have an example of another person in your life where you see this area flows for them and you see that they're thriving. Um, Now, take that image of whatever it might be, whether it's your own past experience or you're envisioning future you experiencing it, or you're envisioning a friend who thrives in that area. Now take that image and allow yourself to feel into the feeling of what that example presents to you. Allow yourself to feel good as you imagine this area of life, like imagine it flowing for you. How does that feel? Feel it as if it's happening in real time, like use your imagination here. Now, what happens here is you're shifting your focus to your desire working And now you're feeling it. So you're breaking the habit of thinking of your desire not working. And now you're saying to the universe, no, this does work for me because I'm allowing myself and my body to feel this every day. And this is what it feels like. And it feels good. And when you focus on it working, then you're going to send this message to the universe that you feel worthy of what is good, that you are worthy of the things that you desire. So focus on feeling good regularly, you guys, because it will help you get in flow with life and whatever you want to manifest into your life. Now, as Gabby says, she says, know and trust that when you think it and you feel it, you will receive it. That is incredible. So all we have to do is that we have to think it and feel it and we will receive it. We have to know it's possible. You have to pay attention to the narrative that you tell yourself around your desires. If you don't think you can get them, you won't. If you think you can, you will. It's like my favorite quote from Henry Ford. I say it all the time. I'm like a broken record here, but it's whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So start believing in the thing that you desire. So those are the five steps. And now that leaves us with this question. Are you going to allow yourself to feel good enough? Are you going to connect with the worth and value you already carry? 
I thought so. You're saying yes, I can tell. Okay, now just remember, you are more than good enough. You're truly one of a kind. Like I said, you're one in 7.8 billion people. These are facts, okay? I'm not just like hype girling you here. These are facts. So keep going, my friend. You are more than good enough. Really, if you want to work on on your worth, if you want to work on feeling good enough, it really does start with you, which might not be the answer you want. You might just wish there's like some magic snap of the finger and it was all fixed. But really, this is just you loving yourself and not judging yourself and others and focusing on feeling good and dropping the stories that don't serve you. So let's review one more time the five steps to feel good enough and know your worth. Number one, release your stories, release the limiting beliefs that are causing you fear. Number two, stop judging yourself and others. Number three, love yourself. Number four, we don't operate for approval. We operate from approval. We are already worthy. And number five, focus on feeling good. I hope that these steps will help you, my friend, to know that you are good enough and you are worthy of all good things that this world has to offer you. And I can't wait to hear if these steps help you. And if you need that extra help in the morning, don't forget to download my eight to great worksheet. You can go to taylormorgan.us. If you click on the podcast tab and go to today's episode number 71 in the show notes, there will be a link to the eight to great download. Get started with that and start feeling good. Make feeling good your job. Sending you all the love and good vibes. And until next time, dwell in possibility. Thanks for listening to What The F Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please take a second to leave a review in iTunes and let us know how you like the show. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe. For show notes for today's episode, visit our website at whatthefpodcast.com. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming show, reach out to us on Instagram at What The F Podcast. Thanks for listening. And until next time, dwell in possibility, friends. And remember, anything is possible.